the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to Sports Day for a Tuesday night edition. Hope you've had a great Tuesday. Hope we can finish it off with a little bit of happiness and also some things to discuss are in the world of sport and most notably the Brisbane Broncos who mm. – few headaches, Rat. They the, certainly do, the Brisbane don't they? Broncos. I mean, not, not just injury. They've got a, a, a big date tonight at the judiciary that could – Spell the future for the next few weeks of one Reese Walsh, which, um, look, going by what I've seen and what the referees accused him of, I, I find it really difficult to see him getting off the charge, um, which, you know, going by, you know, what we've seen in the past, is pro- probably looking at a few weeks on the sidelines. A lot of people are probably looking at it now, the, the visual evidence of where his eye line is and where he's directing his comments. Many are saying, you know what, it's best probably just to put your hand up yeah, and say, listen, I'm wrong and I'm sorry, but he can't do that now. He's, he's, he dug himself too deep. Well, you can see him in the vision. He's running up to Chris Butler going, no, I was saying it to him. I was saying it to one of the other players. Yeah. He's pointing at David Fafita. Now, the only – Well, he's saying he was talking to Paddy Carrigan. Paddy Carrigan. Yeah, he's not saying he was talking to Fafita. Okay, so Fafita and Carrigan themselves, if they're good blokes, and you think they would because it's his origin teammate. May end up going write, into bat. May end up writing an affidavit for him that goes in front of the judiciary. Well, and they says, better hurry up and get it done. It was it was actually directing that at me. So do you say those words to your teammate though? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he's saying some do in the heat of the moment. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I've Craig Gow used to call it call you every name under the sun. Mm. Things you can't say live. <laughs> <laughs> go on. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I could I I could see that if you'd say but, it to his own what, teammate, but. You look at you look at that mate. Like that's that's. I mean, they got Flegler out. Yeah. They got Ricky out. Potentially Reese Walsh out. That's a fair dent in a, in a side. You, well, know, you got one of your key front rowers. You got probably young back most, rower. You, you got probably um, the best attacking player in the comp at yeah, the moment. Absolutely, and and it's probably changed the trajectory of the Broncos this year based on his performances. Yeah. Um, you know who do they bring in? Yeah, they're, we're going to we're going to talk about that mm. really, really soon. Uh, other things on the show tonight. Looking forward to Ali Day, who I think is well, on record is probably based on his record would be probably our greatest ever Iron Man, without a doubt. He is one of the most humble human beings. Loves his rugby league, but also just one of the great athletes on this planet. From, from the New South Wales South Coast, isn't he? Like from, from Kiama. Kiama, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, is he a Dragons fan? We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll He's a mad him. rugby league fan, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot topic, of course, thanks to Suncorp. And Daddy Vass, what's our hot topic today? You know, if Reese Walsh is found guilty, what do they do? What's the replacement? Yeah, do they go oh, with Tristan Saylor? Yeah, okay. Teamless Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, I think we've got a, have we got a full round this weekend. I'm just going to have a look at the draw right now. We have – we've got a full round. Parramatta Eels are the only team not playing this weekend. So that and a whole lot more. So let's get into that discussion on Sports Day around the headaches for Kevin Walters. As you said, Rat, uh, Tom Flegler is going to be out injured for a number of weeks. Uh, Jordan Rickey out for a, number of in- injury, uh, for a number of weeks, both picking up foot injuries. Now, it looks as though Flegler may miss Origin 3. Yep. And – also, on the back of the judiciary, potential judiciary suspension of Reese Walsh, which which is happening tonight, um, and we're, we're figuring that's going to go for a fair while, without Reese Walsh, Queensland as well. So I'm going to ask you this. From a Queensland perspective first, if Flegler doesn't play, 
Who replaces Flegler? Oh, gee. Christian Welsh. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Maybe mm. swan song. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, think it'd be... I mean, it, 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 it's going to mean as much to Queensland this game as game two did based on the fact that they'd love to clean sweep New South Wales. I've got another question I want to ask you. Yeah. If can, can State of Origin survive another Queensland dynasty? Because like it just seems like New South Wales well, it's people are well, just it survived eight in a row. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It yeah. survived it, but I think if can, can it survive another one? Do, do, do the New South Wales people just turn off to it because they just seem so angry at the moment and just so up in arms about their coach and their selections and their results? I just wonder. You know, you know like, what? I think the only way it can survive from a participation and fans turning up to the games. Yeah. Because my big concern for Accor Stadium is that it won't be sold oh, out. Oh, it's not going to okay, be sold out. So I think out. they've sold 50,000 tickets yeah. prior to game two anyway. So, well, well, how many of those are going to go now? Exactly. So, And some are going to be trying to sell them however they can sell them as mm. well. I think the only way from a t- participation from a crowd perspective is they've probably got to take it back to Allianz, 45,000 people, yeah. where they know they're going to they're going to sell it Which out. Is, it's made for it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I agree with you there, Christian Walsh. Welsh. There might be some other um, candidates there as well. But uh, what about if if Reese Walsh misses Origin 3 due to suspension? Do you Who do you play fullback? I'm putting Hammer straight back there and I'm putting Gagoy in there for a swan song. Wow. Boom. I like that. Absolutely. I mean, many will think AJ Brimson straight in. No, nah, I'm putting Hammer back there. Okay. He's He's been – I mean, look what he did in a team that was just hammered on the weekend. Scored two tries, ran for nearly 300 metres. Like, he's the form fullback in the competition. <laughs> I didn't think of that. And I like that from a Dane Gagai point of view as well. Yeah, give Dane Gagai a farewell. Yep. You know, like, he's probably not going to play again after this year based on the effort to the players from this year. Yep. AJ's got plenty of time to play, and he's going to get plenty of time. Um there's going to be lots of opportunities for him over the next 10 years. Gagai's been a great servant for Queensland. Mm. I think he deserves it. I like it. I like it, Rat. Now, um, okay, what about Cobbo? Cobbo's obviously fit at the moment. Yes. He's taking the field, so you've got to class him as fit. He was played game one, mm. missed game two due to injury. Do you play Xavier Coates or do you play Selwyn Cobbo? I've got, got to be honest with you, based on what I saw on the weekend – and he looked ginger, didn't uh, he? Yep. And what I saw out of Xavier Coates and what I saw from Xavier Coates in game two, I'm sticking with the same side. I agree. I'm, I'm changing as little as possible. If the Reese Walsh situation happens, I'm putting Cobo back there and I'm bringing in. Putting uh, Hammer back there. Uh, I'm putting, uh, sorry, I'm putting Hammer back to fullback and I'm bringing in Gagai. Look, uh, an easy way to, to, to change things, like, I mean, I say I want to change as little as possible. So if you do that, you, you just put AJ Brimson back there and the job's done. Yeah. Like, but I just, I just believe that the Dane Gagai deserves that the farewell. Ro- the romantic in you is yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I do. I mean, and Queensland have got a bit of that in them. Yep. Um, they've won the series. I mean, this this is a a clean a, a, a clean sweep means a lot to a state. Mm. So so New South Wales will, will be desperate to stop Queensland, and Queensland will be be desperate to to have that that clean sweep. So. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Dane Gagai in that mix um, and the hammer back at fullback. 22 origins, Dane Gagai. Mm. So 
what he become a he become a statesman. He's a statesman already. At 20, 20 origins, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Christian Walsh has played six. I thought he played more than that. So yeah, I like where you're going with that. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Now, let's get our hot topic. Thanks to Suncorp, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Daddy Vass, co? At the Bronx. Yep. Let's say Walsh is found guilty tonight at the judiciary. Uh, What does Kevy do at the back? Um, well, I think the natural thing would be to put Tristan Saylor back there, who was so good in his debut. Yeah, I, I think they have to use Tristan Saylor. He's been playing great in um, for the Magpies. They're, they're leading the comp. That's our slogan. Um, and he, he certainly, oh, I mean, the trial matches, he was fantastic. He had a great game for the Broncos recently uh, throughout uh, before the first origin. Um, I, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's almost a like for like. It's, just chuck him at the back. Um, you know, he's obviously, you know, knows their systems and, and he's a good footballer, mate. I, I really rate him. I, I know, I really I know that he's a good, he's a, he's a very good rugby league player. Mm. You know, he went through obviously those allegations, which, um, he came at the other side. Proved unfounded. Yeah, yep. proved un- unfounded. So he lost, you know, he lost 12 months there while yep. he was at the Dragons. And I've got no doubt if he didn't go through that, he'd be a mainstay in that Dragon side right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So I agree with you. He wouldn't want to try and upset too much. And, I know before Reese Walsh came back, Cobo was going to be their fullback, but I think that's changed now. The narrative around Selwyn Cobo is either going to be a winger and a centre, and that's probably it if he's going to stay at the Broncos. But based on what Rat was saying earlier on, what I saw from the weekend, he looks he looks ginger. He looks like he's he's tiptoeing at the moment. Mate, he, he, like I know Calm Prayer is fast, yeah, but, but, but he but he made him he, he made Selwyn look average. Couldn't get a first yeah, yeah. gear, and, and it just that's not the Selwyn Cobo I yep. know, mm. and. I think – I mean, I've had all these hip pointer injuries. They're, they're not a one, two-week thing. They hang around for a month or, or six weeks. They're, because they're, you can't let them rest. No. Because it's, it's the centre of gravity in your yep. body, and you've got to continue to walk and, and be mobile. So, unfortunately, that centre part of your body is always bleeding. I'd yeah. give him a rest for three weeks, boys. Yeah, well, I think he needs it. I, I, I honestly think he – you know, I mean, he's a tough kid, and, you know, you want to play as much as you can when you – like, if you if – you, I mean, if you're 80%, you, you, you're probably 100%, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. If you're 80%, you're saying to the coach, I'm good. You know, like the reality is when you get out on the field, it's, it's, that, it's that, that, those last few percent that make you better than everybody else. Mm. And, and Selwyn, Selwyn Cobbo looked like just another winger on the weekend. Mm. And he's not just another winger. He's, yeah. a, he's a superstar. And he's playing under his best. And, and I think... Um, it can do a lot of damage to his confidence. It can do a lot of damage to the team because he can't defend properly. And you, you're just not going to get the best out of him. You can tell in his face he's a confidence player. Yep. You can read it in people's eyes mm. and just their, their, their mannerisms. Yep. And he looks like a real confidence player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You, you see that, eh? Then you, yep. s- you see like a Jarrah Warrior Hargraves. He doesn't care about anything. He just uh, gets a job done. Bring it on. Just, yep, just, like, you get those players. And w- one that I play, Will Zillman. He was just a 100% confidence player. When it was on, you could see him. He'd light up and he was buzzing around everywhere. And if things weren't going well, he'd, he'd sort of shrink a little bit into his shell. Um, but that's, that's – uh, I mean, it seems like Selwyn Cobbo is that real energy, high energy. And if things aren't 
going well for him, it can it can get a bit tough. Yeah. Make sure you're Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for a quote today. That's the Suncorp spirit. And after the break, very special guest, Australian Ironman, Ali Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. He is difficult to beat, and he is Australia's one of Australia's greatest Iron Men on record. He is Australia's He's greatest, greatest Iron Man. He's a greatest. Born, born in Clamour, mm. New South Wales, but he represents Surface Paradise, which is also the breeding ground of a couple of other pretty good champions. He um, was my hero growing up, one of the champions, Trevor Henry. Mate, well, mate, yeah, Carla Gilbert, she used to, I used to run track yep. and field with her back in the day. She was a freak of an athlete. Well, he loves his rugby league as well. I talk about eight-time Cool and Gutter Gold champion, four-times Nutri-Grain Series winner, Ali Day, and he joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Ali? Yeah, going really well. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us on. So, firstly, from Kiama, so who do you actually support in the rugby league? Mm. Oh, I was um, mum and dad. Oh, my mum's from the Northern Beaches, and uh, dad was from the Eastern Suburbs. So, um, as you know, Sats, I don't know if Maddie knows, but big Eastern Suburbs fan. Yeah. So I go for the Roosters. Then we moved south to Kiama. So, um, I guess you could say I was born in the area, but moved south like you know when I was two or three years old. So um, yeah, still supporting them. Roosters fan, eh? It's a tough old year for you today. What what are they got to do to change things, mate? Have you got any tips for them? Uh, well, I watched uh, obviously watch watch every game. I watched three sixty most nights. <laughs> you know, obviously it's a bit of a uh, Sats knows a bit of a passion or a bit of a hobby yeah. for me. I just love sport like you guys do, but. Yeah, I heard Robbo sort of saying that he needs to they need to like loosen the grip of the club sort of thing. So I I, I have faith that it will it, it will happen um, and it will open up for them. It seems like they're almost trying too hard at yeah. the moment, doesn't it? So um, they've just had I don't think there's any any real sort of like one thing you can pinpoint. But um, and I don't I know they're not a club to make excuses either. But they've had just. A bit, a bit of a like disrupted sort of year in terms of a lot of you know positional changes and uh, guys being on report or you know um, just things like that happening in games. But um, yeah, I feel like you know they they probably should have won it on the weekend. Um, they just didn't start that well. So, but yeah, as I said, it's still still a bit of time to go. And I, you know, obviously, really love to see them make the eight. And I still think they will. Now, growing up, Ali, as a kid, every Sunday afternoon in summer, just couldn't wait for the, the series to be on Sunday afternoons and watch Guy Andrews go against Trevor Handy. And Craig Riddington was so oh, good in the man. swim. And But then when you look at winter, is winter your off-season? Like, what do you do in winter? Winter's almost our – it's almost like footy. It's our pre-season, right? So, like, this is where all the hard work – uh, gets done. So, like, we, we race our national titles, which finished in, in early April, and you get, you know, a bit of April, a bit of May, and a bit of June off, and then, then we sort of start back. And the, the first race of the calendar is the Cooling Out of Gold, which is in October. And, you know, for those that don't know, that's the, the, the marathon race. They made a movie about it in the 80s. It, it, it made that race famous. Um, Guy Leach, I was with only just the other day, uh, he was the first inaugural winner of the race. That's what the, 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 the cup is named after so you've obviously with a marathon race you've got to train 
you know, a hell of a lot because it's um, obviously 40-something k. So we're doing all the work like as we speak right now so um, so that in summer, you know, obviously when the, the races roll around, we're ready to go. We're talking to Ali Day here on Sports Day, Australia's greatest Iron Man, and this is brought to you by World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness, Rat. Yeah, mate. Um, growing up as a as a young athlete, I mean, I I, I my, my old man was my hero, and another footy player by the name of Brett Kenny. Who did you look up to when you were growing up? Uh, did you want to be a footy player, or did you always want to be in the surf? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, mum and dad, obviously, particularly my dad, took us to so many sporting events. I, I idolised, um, I used to love Brad Fittler um, growing up and then Craig Wing for the Roosters. I remember getting a real close eye on those guys, like warming up at the SFS back in the day. But in terms of, I was more suited to surf life saving. And I think, you know, the, the names like Dean and Darren Mercer um, and Phil Clayton from Wollongong or down in my way, I really looked up to. But as I got older and, and started to, I guess, you know, aspire or want to be and started to race those sorts of guys. It was, it was Shannon Eckstein. He was like the, you know, in my eyes, he was the hardest person, the toughest competitor I've ever raced against. And, you know, you guys mentioned Trev at the top of the top of the show. And, you know, he's, he's the president um, of Service Paradise Surf Club. And obviously I didn't get to race him. I've seen him race, seen the footage of him, sorry, racing, you know, um, way back when. And, he would have been amazing to race against. But in terms of idols, I think it was, um, it'd have to be someone like Shannon Eckstein. He was the one that I wanted to sort of, uh, you know, emulate and, and try to be like. Yeah, mate, I, um, I, I've heard like Courtney Hancock on, on after a post interview, sort of giving it to a competition about, you know, Robin's racing basically. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not for fun out there. Uh, is, there. is there much smack talk amongst the athletes or are you all good mates and it's you patting each other on the back when you win? Or lose. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, yeah, that's a good, good question. I think there used to be a lot more of it, um, but I guess it's similar to like a lot of sports now. Everyone's a bit, including me, I'm a bit scared of, you know, scared to say something that that might give the opposition uh, or my competitors a bit of an advantage. So that there might be behind closed doors. Mind you, I'm the oldest now in the series sort of thing, so maybe maybe there are a few people talking a bit of smack behind my back, but most of the thing I don't I don't really see, and, and also at the same time I um you know you do your best not to to really focus on that stuff. You focus on you know obviously just executing on the day, but I, I'd, I'd have to say it's definitely out there, particularly with those younger guys for sure. Well, mate, <laughs> I reckon what we need to do, and what we've talked about this for State of Origin, is we set up the UFC-style press conference with all the athletes, and before the race, you actually <laughs> say like you actually say what you think yeah. about each other, and you, you know, I'm going to kick your butt and swim, and you can't paddle, and mate, that's I mean, <laughs> yeah, and get yeah, the fans yeah. engaged. Like people, are, oh mate, this is going to be good. He hates him, and they're into him, and and even if you have to make it up, yeah. it'd be fun, wouldn't it? Like I reckon yeah, it'd be unreal. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it'd be unreal. I think, you know, is that true what they said? What they paid Gal? I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they did. They did pay Gal. Yeah. Well, I didn't believe that when I heard it the other day, but maybe, yeah, I think characters like that definitely help, um, you know, raise the bar. I still remember years ago, I think, I think Kane Eckstein, he came out and said he had more ticket than Kai Hurst. And, <laughs> and that was, you know, probably the last time that, you know, I'd heard something like that. But they're two guys that, again, the, there uh, have been greats of our sport, and and it really fired both of them up to come out and prove like who was you know who had, who had more ticker. So yeah, you're probably right, Maddie. We probably need a little bit more of that. Hey, Ali, you, you talk about the Eckstein brothers and and Shannon most notably, but we see so many brothers in sport are so different. Yeah, you know, the Johns brothers are different. Jason and Darren Smith very different, completely different. <laughs> 
the Eckstein brothers, Kane and Shannon, are they the same? Are they polar opposites? Nah, they're polar opposites. Obviously, they've got the love and, and the drive and the discipline and the passion and all that sort of stuff. That And, and obviously, the skills that, that make them so amazing in the water. But, you know, I would, I'd would i have to say they're completely two different, completely, you know, kettles of fish, both of them. So, like, I've spent a fair bit of time with them over the years. And, um, yeah, they couldn't be, you know, any more opposite, if that makes sense. So your training, your training schedule, take us through what your week looks like. How much time you spend in the gym with, with the weights and resistance training compared to, to spending time on the sand and in the water? Yeah, most of it starts just taken up in, in the water, obviously, and, and we're trying to master really like four disciplines. So you've got to be able to swim, you've got to be able to run, um, and you've got to be able to board paddle and ski paddle, and you've got to be able to do... Obviously, those three legs in the water um, in surf, too. So, like, you have no idea if it's going to be windy one day or if it's going to be flat or if it's going to be big, it's going to be cold, whatever it might be. You've got to be a master, really, at, at being able to read the ocean and be good on those three legs and, and use a run transition to, to transition those into an Ironman race. So, um, a lot of the time is spent um, in the pool in the mornings. I swim at Bond University five mornings a week. I'm in the gym um, a couple of days a week, a bit of Pilates as well. And then in the afternoon, it's the best part of the job. You're at the beach every afternoon or on the canals here on the Gold Coast and you're either alternating between board and ski. And then on a uh, Saturday morning, we put that all together in our bread and butter session, which is our Ironman session. And um, so it's, it's anywhere between 13 to 16 sort of sessions a week. And, oh, you know, at the moment, as I mentioned before, you're doing... You're doing a lot, a lot of Ks at the moment just to make sure you're, um, you know, you're getting the shopping done early um, and making sure you're ready for that for that summer to roll around. So I've done a fair few pre-seasons now. I'm 33 now, so hopefully I've got a few more years left and, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy it um, as much as I can. I know that sounds cliche, but just trying to really enjoy, you know, the last few years of, um, of my career and, and, and hopefully they're just as successful as what they have been um, over the last few yeah, mate. You know, you just said you're 33, so you're probably at the at the the pointy end of the career rather than the start. Um, when I when I started, I, I I thought I'm training so hard I can eat what I want. What what, what do you eat like pre comp or you know during your training programs? Are you strict on your diet or do you, are you really sort of oh well, I'm training my butt off I can eat what I want? Or are you very very yeah, mindful I of did, that? I, I didn't use. I didn't used to be. I, um, you know, when you move out of home and, you, you know, I remember eating a lot of Domino's and drinking a lot of Pepsi Max and things <laughs> like that. And But it, uh, me, I still remember, you know, like living with a family and they asked how I wanted my steak and I was like, I don't know, I just have it how mum normally cooks it. I don't know what, what that is. So you like... Yeah, you learn you learn a lot when you move out of home. And to be honest, you know I still probably haven't learned that much. I went from living with a family to you know finding my girlfriend, who's now my wife, that does ninety nine point nine percent of the cooking. The only cooking I do is just pressing the Uber order for Gemellini's at um, at Nobby's Beach. So, oh, it's a, no, it, it, a good order. It, yeah, it is. It's bloody good on a Saturday night. But everything in moderation. I that's that's one area I've worked really hard at over the years is trying to find. The, the 0.1% or the 1% where I can make an area that, that might, you know, keep me training longer or, or being able to recover faster. I think sports science has come a long way um, in the last few years in terms of that nutrition. So it is something I take really, really seriously and it's something that, 
you know, that I, I just don't want to leave a stone unturned. You know, with a few years to go, I may as well do my best um, and, and I can put my head on the pillow at night and know that, you know, I'm giving everything I can to this sport. So, um, yeah, diet for me, uh, Matty, is pretty important. Very nice. How's the young bloke going? You're a young kid, a young boy too, haven't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's um, Danny's. Uh, he's nearly three. Oh, he's three in November, so two and two and a bit now, which is um, yeah, which is great. It adds that other, I guess, element, and you've got more to fight for when yeah. they're, when they're there. And always wanted that photo, and I'm not sure if you guys, you guys probably would have had it in your, you know, in your playing careers like always wanted that photo post race or, or post game or whatever with your kid and I'm stoked that I sort of got that I saw all the older guys in my sport like winning races and and getting to have those moments with the kids on the beach and I'm sure you I'm, I'm, did you guys get that on the uh, footy field I'm sure I got I got I got I got a losing photo with my son after the Rugby World Cup in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. He was crying. He was about seven at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, got a... I think I've actually seen. I think I've actually seen that photo. <laughs> I, got a, I got a great photo with my son Jack. He was six at the time after the grand final. We both looked at the camera like celebrating, and he's a mad footy fan. And and now how the worlds have turned. Now he now works at Penrith in yeah, the footy wow. department. How so cool is that? yeah, it's interesting how it all, it all plays out. Hey, Ali. It's uh, always great to catch up with you. You've always got a great story. And, and I know it's in your off-season, but I'm pretty sure you're, you're working pretty hard towards uh, this upcoming summer. So for World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. Well, this guy is a legend. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Ali. Thanks, Heath, boys. Appreciate it. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, let's get to a news update. And it's really been a couple of days of signings at clubs, hasn't it, Ray? Getting to that time of year. Yeah. And they want to lock, lock people up for the remaining, well, if, they've got, if they rate them, they want to mm. keep them. Yeah. Mm. Well, the Gold Coast Titans, they yesterday announced the re-signing of uh, young Chris Randall. Uh, Sam Verrill's a big signing, and mm. Jamin Jolliffe as well. Now, I'm thinking that Des Hasler's would have had a say in those. He would have discussed oh, with absolutely. recruitment manager Ezra Howe and, and looked at um, how they play, whether he likes them. But most importantly, are we going to get them at the right price? Yeah, well, Jolliffe, he's made a big difference in coming back from that peck injury or yeah. was at the start of the year. Mm. He was a big out for them. Um, and, yeah, to see him back and playing good, it's good, and I think it's a good sign. Sammy Verrills, is, he's going to be the key to them playing finals Well, every he's just year. got to stay healthy, mate. Yeah, you're you right. Know, he's been off that the collarbone injury yeah, he's had four times. Yeah. Mm. It's a and worry. The big one is on the back of Brooks signing at Manly. Is Manly have inked a big deal to keep Josh Schuster three years. Get this, $2.4 million. 800 a year. So, basically, they've said with the signing of Brooks, you're not a number six. I don't think he's got the work rate to be a 13, to be quite honest. I think he's going to end up playing left second row like John Sutton did. Right. He was former 5'8". Mm. Went to left second row when they won the comp in 2014. He becomes a, a ball-playing back yeah, rower. I, yeah, I get it. But I, 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 he could have that engine if he wanted it. Mm. He's just got to put the work in. Like, that's what it comes down to. And that's been the, the knock on him. Yeah. It's like, are you going to do the work and are you committed? Um, look, you know... Uh, I mean, he's got the money now. Yeah, exactly. We'll exactly. see. Watch this space. Yeah, you've got to be able to defend too. You've got to have a really mm. good defensive mentality if you're going to be in the back row. Polaris yep. Tender Financial Year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000. Yeah, that's $3,000 
where the free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. TLT. I'm dynamite. Yeah, really quickly, let's get through some of the Queensland teams. Uh, Big Tino's back for the Titans. He Mm. was rested last week against the Broncos, and they're playing against the Dragons. Yeah, um, Marshall yeah. King, I think he's back. Yeah, Marshall Dolphins, King's back he? in. That, that's a huge in for them. They yep. really miss him when he's out. He's been a real general for them in the middle of the field. So, yep. yeah, big in for them. Cannon Palacia, uh, Xavier Willison, the big front row. They're replacing Flegler and Ricky. And Walsh has been named and Sailor in jersey number 21. So yeah, I think depending the on what the happens. There, yeah. Yeah. Right. I think they'll be saying to Tristan Sailor, you know what, just uh, get ready, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you Polish your boots, son. Yeah, let's get to a break. <laughs> on the other side of the break, we'll discuss the upcoming Ashes. Starts tomorrow. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, an Ashes update, of course. The second Ashes, which begins in Lords tomorrow night, about 7.30, 8pm our time. We'll be just getting getting off air and get home to get comfortable and watch the first ball bowled. Now, uh, all but every ball bowled will be, you can hear that on SEN, on the SEN app. Uh, got a great team on board. Adam Collins, Barat Sundarayson, uh, among a couple, and just actually on Brat Sundarason, who's one of the great characters of of uh, cricket media, he walked around Lords yesterday with Marnus Labuschagne, and he was he asked if the Aussies are confident leading into the second test after what he regarded as a below A game performance in game one. Well, I mean, I don't think we played our B game, oh. so you know, I, I think there's a few guys that played exceptionally well. You know, Usman played really well. Nathan Lyon bowled exceptional. But I think all our fast bowlers would be, you know, I think having seen them bowl for mm. four or five years now, I mean, that was certainly not the best they've bowled. So I think that's, that's a lot to say there about, mm. about where this team's at and how much, how much improvement we can see from this team from one game to another. You know, and I, I know the English and, and everyone has said that they've sort of, they feel like they won the mm. game almost. It certainly didn't feel like that. But at the end of the day, the results what matters, and, and 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 we've come up with the chocolates, um, having played a below par game. He's a different cat. He's a different cat, mm. old Marnus Labuschagne. But have you seen pictures of the wicket at Lords? Because the wicket Green. at Edgbaston, it was it was dry. It was mm. it was a batter's paradise. You can't tell the difference between the the, the, the outfield and the pitch. Yep. I mean, all this talk about you know who are they going to pick, mate? How can you not just go? You guys won the first test. Go and win the second test. Yeah, Michael Nisa from all reports yesterday in the in the in the nets unplayable. Apparently, just was just it was Smith. There was Warner. There's all of them. He just got all of them. Yep. But the net wickets are a little bit different to what's going yeah, on out exactly. in the middle. Exactly, and you don't have a you know the English crowd hammering you. Yeah. You, don't, you know, there's not the pressure. I think you're right. They probably won't change too much. Okay. And on a great note, also the women won the first Ashes, uh, 89 runs. They beat uh, England, uh, which concluded early this morning. And Ash Gardner, the superstar, well, she took eight for 66 and 12 wickets for the entire game. Good on her. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to a break. We'll wrap the show up next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time to say goodbye. Thank you for joining us on a, on a Tuesday night. I was about to say Saturday night. Just really quickly, young Carl Oluwapu, not mm, in the Bulldogs side. Not inside, no. That's surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of pressure on a young fella. You know, he probably went there not expecting to play a whole lot this year. Yeah. He got thrown in and, yeah, look, he, he, he might just need a break. Yeah. Thanks to Ali Day, the superstar Ironman, for joining us on Sports Day today. And thank you also for joining us on a Tuesday night. Hope you have a great night, rest of the night, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night.